Sam Hickman, a woman who um, listened to her own theme tune, and now it's kind of jazz for this podcast episode. I was kind of like on the fence about it before, but now I'm like, yeah, we could do this. A friend to you and a friend to me. Hi, it's me, Sam Hickman, and you're listening to Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast where me, Sam Hickman, talks about my life and work as a freelance musician in the gig economy and tries to just make sense of it all while also trying to make a living out of it all. Anyway, hi. Hi. I thought of a new name for my one-woman show. I think this is it. Okay? Are you ready? Are you ready? Marge is all around us. Brilliant, isn't it? It's just, it's just, the photo is just going to be me in this, um, so I'm getting a gown made. I'm getting a gown made. Um, for a different thing. And then I was like, you know what? I could probably use it for this. So um, I am co-hosting the um, Hand in Hand Cardiff 2019 Festival. So it is um, something that I've been on the committee for for like two years. Um, no, like a year. Like a year. Uh, Hand in Hand Choir Fest is, is a choir festival specifically for LGBT choirs. Um and so uh, South Wales Gaiman's Chorus, Songbirds and Cardiff Trans Singers have all been like organizing this festival uh, and it takes place in St. David's Hall in August. I think it's like the 16th to the 18th of August. Um, and and they were trying to find like a celebrity, a celebrity host for the for the event. And I was like, <laughs> we literally spent a good solid like three or four meetings being like, what's Bonnie Tyler up to? Like, it was just, like, random, like, random celebrities that we could think of that were, like, Welsh enough and queer enough and, like, could host a, could host an evening. Um, and your girl is hosting it. So here we are. Um, so there are two venues. So I'm hosting the Cornerstone, um, which is, like, a small venue. So I'm going to have small choirs and I'm, I'm doing that. And I'm also doing... Um, a workshop with uh, the delightful Crash Wiggly, friend of the show, um, about working with trans voices. And then, as well as this, I'm co-hosting the gala concert in the evening um, with Mr. Gay Wales and Mr. Gay Universe. It's the same person. His name is Paul. Um, Haven't met him yet. Heard he's a delight. Um, Anyway, so I was like... Is there a gown budget? And they were like, there might be a gown budget. There probably isn't a gown budget. Sam, just wear whatever you want. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's um, it's a it's a queer choir festival in St. David's Hall, and I'm co-hosting it. Hi. I need to bring a, a Luke that gags the girls. Like, truly, truly. I mean, seriously. What, what planet are we on? What world are we living in where I have to just wear something off the rack to this event? Uh, <laughs> I have such champagne problems. It's wonderful sometimes. Sometimes I'm genuinely worried that I'm um, a fucking mess. Anyway, so I... Um, 
So my dear sweet friend Taylor Green the other day, um, before she went and did a a, a gig in Debenhams, um, and I was like, I'm co-hosting this thing. Do you want to make a gown? And he was like, Yes, we'll make a gown. And I'm like, Yes. So I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and either I'm gonna have to pay for this gown myself, and it'll really just be like materials and everything else. Um, and and we'll do a photo shoot. Of course, of course, we'll do a photo shoot. I mean, come on, come on. The gang's getting back together one more summer. This will become a, an annual thing where I'll just like do a thing that involves me in a gown doing a photo shoot, probably holding something disgusting or like doing something gross. That's like the whole thing. It's like it's like last year it was it was me in a gown with a crown holding a bloody lamb's heart. This year, who knows what it'll be. <laughs> Like, just like a crying baby that I'm pushing an ice cream into its mouth or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm like holding a cow shit or something. I don't know. So, so, um, anyway, we're making, we're going to do this gown and it's going to be famous. It's going to be fabulous. Um, I'm very excited about it. Um, where is, where, where did I start this? I can't remember. Oh, oh, so I was like. We're gonna make this gown for this one thing. If I have to pay for it, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pay for it and we'll just pay a little bit more and and Taylor Green can just do like a little bit more of a of a like a not I don't wanna say like a good job because like everything he does is truly the best quality of anything in the world. But it's like just like that little bit more durable. Like really like double stitch everything in. Um and I can just wear this like for gigs and things for gigs you know all those gigs that I that I do <laughs> you know all those gigs that I do yeah anyway um so this gown is going to be um the the concept behind it is so I posted on um Instagram the other day I went to a wedding fair um and I was next to the wonderful Pritchard and Moore people who are it's like um Cancer Research UK has a bridal a secondhand bridal shop in Cardiff um, and they have like gorgeous gowns, blah 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 blah. Anyway, um, we were packing up, and I was like, and and like I know this woman because we um, I've played at the Pritchard and Moore shop when they were doing the opening. Um, was hoping for more media coverage, and I think so was she. Um, and <laughs> she wasn't. I don't even think she was in any of the photos. She was so upset. <laughs> she was like, she like wails online came and did like a feature story about them, and then they took photo of like someone else out to the front of the shop and we're like there you go <laughs> like the local counselor or something I think it was and she was like yeah they didn't even like take any photos of the team <laughs> I was like oh never mind anyway anyway so we were packing up um after a long day of shenanigans because again I am um, I truly, I go to wedding fairs to just live my best life. Like truly just like eating donuts, scrounging cake, wherever I can find it. Um, and we were packing up and I, and she was like taking this mannequin off. It's like a little stand. And I was like, can I pose with this dress in front of me and pretend like it's my body? And she was like, absolutely. So that's what that picture is. If you go onto my Instagram, um, of me in the gown. So it's kind of going to be, um, kind of that sort of that sort of feel but very 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 floral like over the top floral is kind of the idea um probably with a headpiece i mean you know me you know me and you know i love a headdress that's like my whole gig is just like a nice headdress anyway the idea is that there'll be like a slit in the side that like can pop on and off so that i can like because like 
floor length gowns and harpists I'm like if there is a slit that comes up like dangerously up my thigh then I can just sort of like have the dress kind of come apart at the legs does this make sense have the have the dress come open open so that I don't trip over so that I don't like hit so I don't like swallow it up when I'm trying to pedal you know this makes sense to no one, but it makes sense to me, and I'm the most important person here because I'm the only person here. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, I'm having a gown made. Oh, Marge is all around me. So, oh my god, this is an eight-minute story, and I am... You're welcome. You're welcome. Anyway, Marge is all around us. Um, now I hate it, now that I've said it out loud. Now that I've said it out loud, um, I liked my second draft, which is Marge is all you need. Um... I don't, uh, anyway, um, so it, it's like, picture picture the poster. It's me in a field in a giant gown holding something ridiculous, holding like a cow shit or something, like like licking it or something stupid. Like truly, what, <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, but what could go wrong? Oh my goodness. Um, Anyway, it's been it's been a long week. Um, I went busking once, and I had this wedding that I went to yesterday, and I will get into that slightly later. But I've noticed something really weird, really weird. But um, all harpists are just becoming yoga teachers now, um, and I wonder what that says about our jobs and our lives and our livelihoods and our dreams and hopes and ambitions. Um, just because, like, I know. Um, Angelina Warburton is becoming a, a yoga instructor and so is um, um, Christina Finch is also becoming a yoga yoga instructor this week or something and I'm like oh yeah I wanted to do that we're all just becoming yoga teachers <laughs> this is this is our whole life and Cara Welch famously plays at yoga lessons um, yoga classes oh my goodness anyway um, so I've been like worrying about gigs and money as I am ought to do. Hi, welcome, welcome, bienvenido. This is a podcast where I just go, oh, I have no money. And then I get work and I'm like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And like, in reality, I really only need to book like one decent gig a month and I've literally paid my mortgage. Like it's, that's it. Like I, I did this week and last week, I literally made, I think it's like 775 pounds for two gigs. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm doing fucking fine. I can pay my I can pay my rent. I can pay off my bills. I can um, fill my belly up with delicious snacks. And you know what? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Um, and another thing that I can buy is a body pillow. I'm thinking about buying a body pillow and a weighted blanket. It's 2019 and I'm just going to embrace the fact that I will die alone and I might as well be comfortable. Like I'm just going to get like, like, because I like like a long pillow next to me. I like, like, I, I sleep in, like, a little, like, like, a little open, like a staple, you know, like a staple, like a, like a, like a paper staple, you know, like that, so there's, like, one on my head, and then there's a pillow either side, and I just sort of, like, alternate between the two, just so that I don't collapse in on myself, because otherwise, like, I just sort of, like, collapse in on myself, and then I find myself, like, wheezing, and then I wake myself up wheezing. This is... I'm so goddamn attractive. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm thinking about um, buying a body pillow and a weighted blanket because I sleep alone 100% of the time and I might as well be comfortable. Who am I? Who am I? I don't know. Who am I? Who am I kidding anymore? Who am I kidding anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so um, 
so this week the only the only real issue I have with this is where am I gonna find like pillow covers for like it's people who buy body pillows are not the kind of people who buy the nice sheets I'm just gonna I'm gonna make that gross generalization and if you do have a nice body pillow and nice sheets to go with it please get in contact (laughs) slide into my DMs let me know where you bother (laughs) I'm gonna die alone and the cat's gonna eat my face. That's really where we're going for this. Anyway, um, this week the Horizons project. Okay, the Horizons. I think I've talked about this before. Um, I'm sure I've talked about this before. Yeah, because I talked about it when I applied for it. Anyway, the Horizons project is um, it's it's BBC introducing Cardiff, like Wales, and it's specifically looking at um, Welsh and Wales-based musicians to do like a year-long thing and they and they perform places and they do things and stuff happens and they get a great big arts grant and they can do whatever they want with that. Um, so they did email me a couple of weeks ago being like, we got 230 response, which is a testament to the thriving Welsh music industry. Anyway, they picked their 12, 12 bands or whatever they have seven women in the whole damn project and like 20 men um oh and don't worry like two or three are like actual people of color like it's it's everyone's white don't worry about that (laughs) they got it covered if they um (laughs) if they if they if they only have seven women you better believe everyone's gonna be fucking white jesus jesus christ um and i like it came out and usually they are really good at it's kind of quite good at having it having gender parity so having it like 50 50 a lot of the times or like i think one year it was majority women um and they're really good at like balancing it and also having more people of color it was just like what are you doing like this year i genuinely was like this is this is bad this looks bad anyway they posted a picture of they're like they're like promo thing and they were like horizons 2019 and it was like they had four women and then a sea of men um and it was just like no this is bad this is this this looks bad like there are there are three more women on your project but this still looks bad this looks bad why would you put that out anyway i fully emailed them because i was like what happened? Are you okay? This looks bad. <laughs> um, haven't had a response yet, but I'm thinking about putting together a panel. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, because I know so many, like, so you'd think, like, you get 230 responses to the applications, and you can't find, like, you can't find seven more women. Like, you can't, you can't find, like, just like a band full of women like they have like kind of one and it's just like ah come on guys get it together like sort sort out your life sort it out jesus christ oh my god um yeah so i may be doing there might be a live inter there might be a live event thank you um (laughs) where like me and a bunch of lady musicians get together and and do a panel discussion about like so um my dear sweet friend rosie brown like commented on my tweet and i was like this is bad there are no women what's happening um and she was like 
yeah, um, yeah, th- th- this looks bad. Um, and she was also like, it's interesting that women are oftentimes solo acts. They're, like, very rarely in bands. And if they're in bands, it's usually the, like, it's usually they're the lead vocalist and then it's, like, five dudes. Um, and it's, like... Uh, and I, like, I know... I know so many people, so many women, who are, like, one or the other or both. Like, I know so many people, who, so many women who are, like either a solo artist or in bands where they are the only woman um and it's really interesting that like I don't know that's like the that's like the way in which you kind of the way in which you get to work and the way in which you get to work successfully in the industry I don't know I don't I don't know like we can't all be big Joni some of us are some of us aren't you know, fun and funky and fresh. Um, some of us aren't good at good at being fun. <laughs> some of us just want to sit down by ourselves and keep all the money. Um, yeah. So I was thinking about having a panel discussion about that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Well, now I fucking said it on a goddamn shitting podcast, so I guess it's gonna fucking happen. Or someone's just gonna take that idea and do it. Either. If you want to do it, it's your idea. Take it. Take it and run with it. I did get invited onto a podcast that was essentially my podcast um, this week, so that was really fun. <laughs> it was this guy, and he was like, Hey, do you want to... Um, I'm doing a new project. Uh, DM me. And I DM'd him, and I was like, What is this new project? Because like someone tagged me in it, and I was like, Okay, we'll do this. Um, and he was like... It's a podcast where I talk to Wales and Cardiff-based creatives and musicians and artists about, like, their lives and their work. <laughs> like, oh, this is my podcast. And he's like, the the thing was like, the thing was like, um, the, the, like, the, 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 like, the hook, the hook. That's what it is. He was like, yeah, it's, it's, um, looking at, like, protected characteristics and what those protected characteristics like how those affect um your work and I'm like okay and he was like yeah so it's gonna be really diverse and I'm like my podcast is really my podcast is really fucking diverse and I don't try (laughs) no I don't try I just I just do my best and that's what happens Anyway, um, so I, I literally emailed him back after he sent me the brief, and I was like, so it's ba- it's basically a serious version of my podcast, and he was like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, and he was like, yeah, and I was like, it was, it was truly like, it was truly like, I am someone who has done a lot of podcast interviews on this, and like, gradually, like, the first, like, podcast interview was with my friend Kat Deerfield, who I now co-host Women Talking About Star Trek Voyager, but it was kind of, like, really weirdly serious, and I was like, fame, what is it, and where do you find it? (laughs) And now it's just sort of like, I don't know, we literally had Rather on last week, and I was like... Let's talk about our stretch marks. <laughs> Just like I didn't I didn't get I didn't talk about my stretch marks enough. I have like weird ones up the front, like a like a V, you know, like you know, like cum gutters. I have that, but stretch marks. <laughs> That's good. I might write that down for later. Anyway, um I'm having a blast on this. Um anyway, I did get invited on my essentially my own podcast and I was like, Okay, let me know what the questions are in advance and he was like, I really just want it to like flow naturally and I'm like 
what? That's not... No, you need to... If you want people to be prepared to talk about their work, like, you need to be like, oh, these are a couple of questions just to get us started. Like, these are these are things that you know in advance that you, like, that you want to talk about. Like, I just find that that's really easy. Like, especially working with creatives that I know have either done a project or are going to do a project or have just finished something or are working on something. Like... Like, that's, like, the third question that I ask every single time. No, it's, like, the second question. Um, And it's just sort of, like, if you know what that person's working on and then they can tell the audience and then you can have a discussion on that, it just, it just works better. I just, I just find it's a more, it's a more interesting interview because you can get more in-depth with it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but, um... I don't know, I do have a podcast. Um, I do have a podcast, and I am here, and it's, um... I don't know, it's very diverse. Ew. I hate that word. I hate that word. Anyway, um... Oh, the premise... Of, I, I have to... I have to... I have to go off queen. Um, so the premise of it was, he was like... It's like protected characteristics, and I sent that... I literally put it on my Instagram story, and someone was like... Literally, there are so many protected characteristics. He could just have someone who was once a child, or is a child, or was in a civil partnership or marriage, like, or is old. Like, the protected characteristics are um, age, sex, um, no, age, gender, sexual orientation, race, disability, um, I want to say marriage or something, and then there's another one. That's the uh, religion, religion. So he could literally get anyone who believes in a god, <laughs> like, um, or just me because I am God. Anyway, um, that's this is this is um, this is, I'm gonna go on this podcast if only for the exposure because I am ninety percent certain it, he's doing this for an art grant, um, and. 30 people will listen to it and know who I am and come listen to this podcast (laughs) that's my goal that's my only goal Uh, just to be on a serious podcast where I talk about being a queer woman in the Welsh music industry (laughs) and just be like yeah every venue is not not accessible I'm sorry (laughs) that's that's the whole gig I'm sorry you can't get a harp basically you can get a harp into about three different venues in this city and uh, that's that's it's out of out of push, out of push. Anyway, um, I'm finally booking work again, um, which which is nice, which is nice. I book, I book. She books, she books. Hey gang, gang, she books. And I've started asking for insane amounts of money, so I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, but yeah, I've started booking money. I've started booking gigs again. Um, and then I remembered how much I fucking hate driving. <laughs> like, it's been really nice this year because I've had, like, no work. But I haven't had to drive anywhere. And I I really like that. I really like that. I will get onto my driving story later in this podcast episode when I talk about the wedding that I played yesterday. But, like, um, we're almost there. We're almost there. I have two more points. Um, so I was, I was going to, I was going to home base this week to get, um, do you care about this? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, you know, the broom click, the broom holders, you know, like they're, they're like a little claw and you put your, like your broom or your mop or whatever stick you, you want to hold, you know, you're like your Swiffer mop or whatever. You put it like in the, 
in the little middle of the claw and it holds it and there's like a spring and then you like push the push button and then it, it'll open you know you know a broom holder <laughs> people are like this isn't a thing and I'm like I have one in my attic I have one in my shed come on I have one in my shed anyway I was like I should just get one of those to put my mic stands on because at the moment they just sort of lean against a corner um, and I'm a professional woman with a professional life and a professional career, if you would like to call it that. And you could. And I'm like, I could just hang them up on the on the wall, and just click them into place and they'd be fine. Um, so I went to home base to look for that. Anyway, as I was going into home base, I had a thought. Um, the Avengers, you know, the Avengers, the Marvel Avengers, not the one with Uma Thurman. The Avengers is essentially Gilbert and Sullivan for our generation. Like... It all makes sense. I am the very model of a model major Captain America. You know? You know? Poor little whatever the Iron Man. There you go. I know. that. I know. I know the Avengers. I know all seven of them. Uh, <laughs> spooky, sleepy, do- <laughs> dopey, <laughs> grumpy <laughs> Captain America. There you go. I know all of them. Anyway, um, yeah, truly, it is just like, it is just, it is just that. It's kind of like the, it's, it's formulaic. It's kind of the same, the same sort of thing, like, just, just revamped. Um, oh, my recommendation for this week, if you have, like, a spare 15 minutes and you want to go on to your little Spotify and you want to search, search, um, Anna Russell doing Gilbert and Sullivan, she does, like, this bit. So Anna Russell is this. If you don't know who Anna Russell is, firstly, get on the train. She's dead now. You're too late. But, I mean, you can... You can catch up. You can catch up with the rest of us on the fun bus. Anyway, she's kind of like, um, she's a pianist, um, comedian, and she does like, it's very, very, very niche. Um, she does kind of like, it's, it's classical, it's classical music humor, essentially, is what it is. It's kind of like opera humor. Um, and so she like sits, there's like a 20 minute bit she does where she sits at the piano and she, talks about the entire like plot of the ring cycle with all the light motifs and all the singing and she's a really bad singer um she's like she's like a classic like not a singer singing like it's 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 kind of somewhere in between like um like god what 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 is her name florence foster jenkins but like but like not not trying that hard like it's like so she does this whole bit of like um so she does a whole gilbert and sullivan bit and she's like I've I've been up and down the country so many times and every single where I go there's always another Gilbert and Sullivan um musical being done another Gilbert and Sullivan operetta being done um and they all seem to do either the same one or ones that I've never heard of um and I thought I'd give you all a handy little guide to write your own Gilbert and Sullivan things and so she like she like makes up this little um, Gilbert and Sullivan play and then she does all of the different like things and she's like and now we come to the act one the act one finale which of course is a quartet now you'll have to excuse me my quartet singing isn't what it used to be but I do try um, and so she's like fully like just like playing playing her little Gilbert and Sullivan like riffs it's so good anyway you should listen to that and and enjoy that um and all of my notes have been deleted. Here we go. Here we go. 
Anyway, um, yeah, the Avengers is like that. It's just kind of like Ikea furniture of, of movies. Anyway, anyway, um, I'm, I watched The Handmaid's Tale this week because it's back or whatever. I don't care. Anyway, the, you remember how the first season of The Handmaid's Tale was like really good? And now it's like just people crying and screaming and trying to move to Canada. Like, it's, it's my life, essentially, but like different, you know? Ugh, my goodness. Anyway, let's talk about this wedding that I did on yesterday. Saturday wedding, Saturday wedding, yeah! I don't have like a theme tune for it, but I feel like there should be a theme tune for it. Um, there should be. I do so many weddings. I do like 10 weddings this year. I did like 23 last year and I'm like, you know what, it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to drive. I don't want to drive anymore if I don't have to. And it's it's really nice. And now it's like a rare treat when I get to play my big harp. It's like, oh, we're here again. You know? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, this wedding. This wedding. Okay, so I'm not going to out this harpist because uh, she's a dear sweet friend. And I would never do anything to jeopardize her position in this world. And it's pretty much entirely my fault that I ended up doing this wedding. Anyway, this harpist um, like put up on their Instagram story about this thing. Anyway, um, anyway, um, like this, it, w- it was like a, it was like a, like a thing, a gig. I'm trying to think of a good way of putting this. Anyway, it was like a gig, and she was like, um, "I need four hundred pounds for this for this gig because it's like a hundred miles away." Um, and the guy was like, three fifty, and she was like. No. Um, and I was like, where is this gig? And she was like, it's at this at this venue near Hampshire. And rookie mistake, Sam. Goddamn idiot. Beautiful idiot, Hickman. Googled Hampshire instead of um, fucking shitting the venue. And um, the venue was 20 miles away from Hampshire <laughs> in the wrong direction. I know, I know, I know. I'm an idiot. I'm a beautiful idiot, and that's such a that's such a rookie error as well. It's so stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Anyway, um, so it turns out I I had like agreed to this thing, and I was like. I haven't like fully agreed agreed and then like next thing I know like they've fully put like 375 pounds in my bank account and I'm like oh no I gotta do it now <laughs> I'm like like I'm really like on the fence as to whether I'm actually doing this gig or not until they like pay me and then I'm like oh no <laughs> I gotta actually figure out where this is anyway it's 130 miles away from my house and it starts at you guessed it 12:30. so like I'm like looking at I'm looking at my diary and I, I'm looking at like the Google Maps and everything and I'm like okay they want me there by eleven thirty. I will have to leave my house at eight thirty in the morning, um to get there and it's a three hour drive um <laughs> no anyway so I in my infinite wisdom remember that my parents live in Bath and so I'm like oh, I could go stay with my parents for the night and then I can start at nine thirty. And it's an hour and a half away, and that's easy. And then it's a two and a half hour drive back. Or so I fucking thought. Anyway, um, so I go and stay with my parents. Uh, my parents, as per usual, are a delight. Um, 
there was a little bit of drama, a little bit, a little bit of drama. So I famously cut my hair in the shower the other day um, because I it it grows and then I never know what to do with it. But I so famously I cut my hair in the shower the other day and it was it turned out phenomenally well. I like I did it and I was like, this is this is good. It's even. What happened? Wow. Anyway, I tried to do it again to varying success. Um, and it turned out bad. Um, and it turned out so bad. Anyway, my mum is like, I'm just gonna even it out. Let me just even it out. And I'm like, okay, you're just gonna, like, cut the back so that it's level with itself. She did not, and now I have a fucking bob. <laughs> now I have, like, like a full, like, bowl haircut thing. Like, like she put, like, a salad bowl on my head. <laughs> and it's, like, even. So now I have a bob again. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And I was like, oh, I really like, what did I do with my life? What, how did I get here? Why am I here? And um, how do I leave this place? <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so stupid. And then um, we went to, we went to go see a play. Um, and my mom's friend was like, it's like she came, she came cause she was having a lift with us into town um and she was like oh i remember when my mother cut my hair and she cut like a little like she she did a terrible job and i never did it again and i was like yeah but were you 26 when you did that and she was like no i wouldn't have trusted my mother with scissors around my hair at 26 and i'm like we're different people and i'm obviously an idiot like (laughs) anyway now i have a bob so (laughs) at least it's even i guess at least it's all like one length there, there we go. I, I was quite enjoying my mullet, but here we are. Here we are, me and a bob. <laughs> and she was just like, truly, like, she, she was just like, oh, it soothes you. And I was like, yeah, because it's terrible and I'm terrible. I had a blast. I had a blast. And I'm sorry for everyone who watched that Instagram story. <laughs> just me having my hair cut, like, just truly having a, having a whale of a time. Anyway, anyway, so... Um, we go see a play, blah, 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 um, blah, 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 it's not important. Um, so I wake up Saturday morning, I got ready, and do my hair and everything, and get in the car, um, and I drive the hour and a half to this venue, um, which is, it's fun, it's easy, I'm early, I'm like, I'm like, truly, I get there in like, I think it's like, I don't know, it, like, it takes an hour and a half, and it said it would take an hour 40, so I'm like 10 minutes early to my own being an hour early. Um, uh, and I meet the, the kind of like the, a, the guy, the agent that the, the like agent from the agency that books, that booked me, the, the man who paid me a lot of money to be there. Um, and it's like, it's like weird and like weird. It's like, um, it's like weird in like a, in like a, I don't know. It's weird in like a, it's, it's 1130 on a Saturday. I just drove an hour and a half. And and now I'm trying to set up, and you're you're he- here, and I'm not awake enough to have a conversation with you. Like this is, it's essentially I'm like I'm like what what are you hoping to get out of this? I'm just like asleep. I'm just asleep trying to trying to find a plug. Um, anyway, this this guy who was in charge, I don't know his name. Uh, he said it at least three times, and I'm like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure, I I guess I'm so bad at names. I'm so bad at names. Anyway, um, I 
I like I gesture to everyone in the building. I'm like, where do they want me to set up? They want me to set up in this window, and I'm like, that's nice. Oh, and there are peacocks here, which is fun when they're the other side of the glass. But I had to walk past a peacock to get into the building, and it was fucking terrifying because those sh- birds are big. They're so big. Anyway, um, so I'm like, where is the plug socket so I can plug in my amp? And they're like, oh, there isn't one anywhere in this in this room. Like we're in the the. So this is obviously like I I am going around this building. Like where is there a plug socket, please and thank you. Um, and yeah, the the guy is just like, well, I guess you're gonna have to do it acoustically. And I'm like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> someone's not a harpist essentially someone is not someone is not a harpist like i i was like okay so they have a pa system with a wireless mic we're just going to we're just going to put the wireless mic next to next to my harp and there we go and we do a sound check and he's like i can't hear it and it turns out he handed me a muted microphone which was probably the biggest anyway we we do it and i'm like okay the batteries are running out do you want to sort that <laughs> He does not. Um, and and so I play for the thing. Anyway, the thing, the thing, the thing happens. Oh, no. So he was like, we were having a chat. And he was like, um, and he was like, oh, so how much would you charge for like a two hour event that's like an hour drive away? And I'm like, 350. Like truly because like an hour drive away is usually about a, like, it's truly about a hundred miles. Um, and then like like I don't know it's like 50 50 60 miles I'm being dramatic because I'm dramatic and then for a two hour event which could mean literally anything it could mean like it could mean like oh you're playing a full wedding breakfast or oh you're playing a ceremony like that could mean anything so I was like I'm gonna pitch him high because then like anything under that I'm still making a ton of money like anything under that if it's like a 20 minute drive from my house and it's only an hour perfect perfect Happy to do it for less. But, like, if it's, like, a full hour away and it's, like, a full dinner, I'm like, no, you can find the budget. You can find the money. I don't want to... I don't want to... You're not my friend. These people aren't my friends. I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to make money. God damn it. Anyway, um, I was, like... And he was, like, most London harpists um, are 300 pounds for a two-hour gig an hour away. And I was, like... Okay, like it was, it was like I'm, I'm also like I don't think that's, I think that's like, I don't think that's true, <laughs> I don't think that's true because you didn't you didn't want to give the other harpist that you were offering this gig to like four hundred pounds for this, but you would give me three seventy five for this. I mean, like, ish, like really, 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 really. Really, like I, I think, especially when it comes to like agencies and things. If someone is going to an agency, they're going to an agency because they're going to an agency, and that agency's job is essentially to make a bunch of money off of not only the artist but also like the person hiring the artist. Like that's like their whole gig, and so I'm just like, if you if you're just trying to make a bunch of money off of me, I'm going to make a bunch of money doing the thing that you're also making a bunch of money off of. Like, either you need to... Because I like to pitch people high because then I'm like, you you either need to lower your percentage so that you're not overcharging this person a bunch of money, or 
you just need to be able to get get a bigger budget out of these people like like my job as a freelance musician is a lot of the times to be like hi this is this is what I want this is how much I need to do this job um you will pay me that um that's it's not it's like sometimes negotiable when it's like a thing sometimes it's very negotiable and sometimes I'm like this is the bare minimum I want to do this thing for um and I think for when it comes to like another like a middleman in the way I'm like you can do this because this is your job like this is this is like a thing that you can do anyway I'm just talking bullshit I'm just talking bullshit but I was like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna quote I, I literally was like yeah I'm gonna quote you for a high amount because you've literally said like the uppermost and I was like the, I, I truly said to him when I got here I was like yeah I thought this was like 80 miles away and not 130 so I've really made a mistake here um anyway anyway um like he truly like went in for a hug and I was like handshake I'm at work thank you <laughs> I'm too sure of myself I think this is the main issue that I have now I'm like I am too like, I think about this constantly because, like, especially with live music now, because I I was going to apply for it three years ago and then I was going to apply for it two years ago and then I was going to apply for it last year and I kept missing the deadline. And I think any other year that I would have gone for that and I would have got that sort of critique, I would have kept it to myself. I would have felt terrible about it and I wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't have shared it and I wouldn't have had a podcast to talk about it on. And I think the fact that I kind of I'm getting to the point where I know my value and my worth and how much my time is worth and how much I need to be paid in order to keep doing the job and how much I actually just want to be paid in order to do the job like like I think that is um not only like a great thing professionally but also will probably be my downfall like truly I'm I'm too sure of myself at this point. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a nightmare to myself at this point. Anyway, um, anyway, um, also like an hour away in London is like 10 miles. Like truly like an hour away in London is like, oh, you took three stops on the tube. Like it's an hour away in Cardiff is like, oh, you are past Swansea. Like that's, that's a long drive. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm also very lazy. Um, so, so as he was like, as he was going, he was like, oh, is that what you're wearing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, um, excuse me. He's like, is, is that, is that what you're wearing to this? And I'm like, I'm like fully, okay. I am in what I wore to 23 weddings last year. I'm in just a purple dress from Hobbs, a nice monsoon cardigan. I am wearing tights and I've got some funky shoes on. Like, and by funky, I just mean my like, it's it's on my Instagram. You can just look, they're just fun patterned things. I think they're from like Matalan or something fun. Um, they're just black and white. And and I, I'm also wearing pearls. I'm like fully like, I am ready for today. Um, and I was like, did you expect me to come in like a ball gown or something? And he was like, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> Just like, okay, okay, sir. Okay, sir. Thank thank you for your feedback. Anyway, um, 
I would um, So the, the wedding The wedding There was like a um, The wedding The wedding This is a fucking long ass story Is anyone still listening to th- People love listening to me talk People love it People also enjoy Shared experiences And things that are happening In the world Anyway So like It's one of these weddings That has a master of ceremonies and the master of ceremonies knows exactly what he is doing. And I love it. I love it when that happens because it's like, you know, you know that it's going to run to time no matter what. Like, you know, even if it's 10 minutes late, they are leaving their bang on the dot and they're starting bang on the dot. I loved it. I loved it. He like came up to me and was like, OK, we're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this. You know all of this. And I was like, yep. And he was like, and then we're doing this. And then we'll be out of here by three. And I was like, great. Wonderful. Uh, I was thrilled. I was thrilled. Anyway, we started 15 minutes late. And I was like, you know what? Just leave them outside. I can I can, <laughs> I can take a little break. <laughs> I, can, I can sit up my stool and look out the window at these peacocks. Um, and so we started. I play for about, I want to say, 40 minutes. Then the bridal entrance happens. And I play for like 15 minutes. And then the speeches start. Speeches are like half half an hour the speeches are really good speeches are really like these boys practiced there was 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 a really gross father's day joke in it um which i will relay to you now because um i think it's too gross for me but um it was definitely inappropriate for for a family wedding anyway so the the brother of the groom is like um I can't remember the let, let's I, let's call him Jared. The the groom is called Jared. Anyway, the brother of the groom is like um the mom and dad always used to call Jared um the the project manager because like for the past 3 months he's been pl- he's been planning this wedding and they so it was a 5-day wedding so they were doing a Hindi wedding and then they were doing a Christian ceremony on the last day. Um and he was like it's um it's been really exhausting um living like living with with someone who is just project managing a wed- a five day wedding for the past three months and um it's it's been a lot um and he's always trying to like like organize things and 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 keep everything in check blah 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 um and he's really done a great job organizing this one like especially the honeymoon I mean like what day is tomorrow and everyone's like Father's Day and he's like when's the honeymoon and everyone's like takes like a full five seconds to be like oh <laughs> filth absolute filth absolute filth <laughs> i loved it <laughs> favorite joke i've ever heard at a wedding <laughs> just like you know like the the traditional like wedding speeches where it's like i knew kevin for 17 years and he once pooped in a street because he drank too much and then he punched a policeman you know and like it's just like we're trying to embarrass like this was just like oh boy <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I would totally own a peacock. Like, that's just a side thought. I was like looking out at this lawn and I was looking at these peacocks and I was like, I would own one of those if I had a big house. I would. They're strictly ornamental. They're gigantic. They are, I don't know, they, they mind their own goddamn business. They're very quiet. Sometimes I couldn't hear them, so I assume they were quiet. But they seemed nice. They said, the Pilgrim Harp says peacocks. Didn't see when I, any when I was there because I think it was probably too cold for them. Anyway, anyway, um, so it's it's like 
quarter to three when everyone has exited the grand ballroom. Um, and I have, um, and I like pack up everything and I get in the car and I'm like, oh, it's like, I don't know, like 10 past three or something. I've, I finished early. I can, it's going to be two and a half hours home. Easy peasy. I'm excited to get home at 5 p.m. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to, you know, have the house to myself. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to eat pizza. I'm going to, I don't know, do the things that I do, run around naked. I don't know. What, what are the things that I do when I'm alone? It's a lot of the things that I do anyway. Um, answer some emails. <laughs> Cry at my at my naked body in the in the reflection of the fridge. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I like I'm like merrily driving home. Oh my god, I'm getting so, I'm getting so stressed thinking about this. So I'm like so I'm driving through the the countryside through the English countryside and I'm getting to the M4 and I'm like yay the M4 it's just a straight shot home then woohoo. The junction of the M4 is shut. And um, I don't realize this until I am almost at the junction and it says road closed. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just, I'll just come off and follow the diverted traffic signs. Dear sweet dyslexic Sam cannot read three lines while she's going past it on the motorway. Um, she can only read two of the lines. So she says, she she's like junction 14 traffic diversion. And she goes, oh, there we go. That's it. That's it. Anyway. I follow these tra diverted traffic signs for an hour and a half because it says like, it says like junction 14, um, uh, what is it? Junction 14, um, it's like th 30 miles, 40, 40 minutes. And I'm like, oh, easy peasy. I'll just follow these. They'll take me to the next junction. I'll get on the M4. Easy peasy. I follow this for an hour and a half and it takes me in a circle. And, and I find myself back on that A road again, and I can't get back on to the M4 because I'm at the exact same thing. And then I, and I somehow managed to go in another circle. And I, I only figure this out once I kind of get to the end of the diverted traffic signs, which are not for the right thing. They're for a completely different, like a completely different diversion going like south instead of east or west or wherever the fuck I'm going. So I literally like turn off and I'm crying and screaming. I just want to go home. I just want to go home because I've spent an hour and a half driving in circles and I'm still a hundred miles from home. And I'm just like, I'm just sat in my car like screaming and crying because... My sat-nav won't tell me how to get to the next junction. My sat-nav won't be able to do that. And my phone is, like, out of data. And so I, I like, try and get my phone to, like, do the thing. And my phone does the thing. And then I'm driving to the junction. And and my phone is taking me back to the exact same place. And I'm like, my phone doesn't know that this road is closed. My phone doesn't know about this this traffic works. And I'm like... And I'm like screaming and crying in the car and I get past the junction and I'm like, I'm just going to follow where the, my phone says it, it, I, I should go. And then five minutes past that junction on, on that A road, it's like 
oh, M for diversion. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck. I could have. So I literally drove around for an hour and a half in Basingstoke, fucking Basingstoke for an hour and a half. Um, when I could have just stayed on that A road for like three more minutes, taken a 20 minute detour and then been on the M4. So it took me four hours to get home yesterday. Like four hours. And it was only meant to be at a two and a half hour drive. And I was just like, I, w- I was just like, just like, I, I don't, I don't, I was just like, I think the main thing that upset me and I thought about this in the car was that it was, it was like, it was like 25 pounds worth of fuel. Like it was like, that's the thing that I think that's the thing that upset me the most was that it was like my own money being wasted doing this thing and I was not being paid enough at this gig to like like it was it was like so I worked out how much the fuel was like if it was 40p a mile it was 107 pounds in um travel like and so in reality I was being paid 275 to do this wedding which is like okay but it's not like Wow, you did it. Like, it's it's a two and a half hour event. I'm like, mm, okay, okay. And I still had to drive two and a half hours each way. Um, and I was just like, I was just like, I I just, I don't know. I just, I, I get this feeling sometimes where I kind of, I get lost because my sat nav either isn't working or isn't telling me the right things or doesn't come up with traffic or anything. And I just feel trapped and like I will never get home. And like I will never find, like I will never find my way back. And I can't stop and I can't like, I can't like not, like it was, it was worse before I had like an iPhone. I will say that, like before I had like an iPhone, it, I, I was, like solely reliant on my sat nav and I would get lost a lot um and I think the the moral of the story and the thing that I learned from this is that I need to stop trusting my sat nav because it like it doesn't it isn't right so much of the time and it isn't like it doesn't give me accurate like times for things and stuff so it's just like I don't know it's just it seems like something that I should have learned several years ago, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I'm doing fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyway, um, that was the most stressful thing that happened to me in the last six months. So there we go. Um, uh, my goodness, my goodness. Um, I should, I should end on a fun thing. Do I have any fun things? I have nothing fun to say. Um, let's think of something fun to say. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to Chill Rounders today. I'm going to go see my friends. I think it's going to rain. Um, so that was that was nice. That was that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> I'm so sad. I was so sad yesterday. Um, oh, I was so sad yesterday. Just so sad. <sighs> but I got through it, and I got over it, and I got around it, and um, I got home, and that's what's really important. And then I got to eat my um, car snacks um, at home because they um, fell down the seat behind me and I was really sad about that. (laughs) On the two and a half hour drive home once I got on the motorway. (laughs) Uh, 
anyway, I'm very dramatic, and I think that's, um, I think that's maybe what makes this podcast such a joy for you to listen to, is how dramatic I am in this world. Um, what are the other things I'd like to cover? Oh, um, hanging out with my parents is more fun now. I don't know what it is, but it's just, like, I, I, you know when you're, like, I don't know, like, the idea of being, like, at my parents' house, I was like, I hate this. And now I'm like, oh, I like this. They have a big bed. Uh, <laughs> they have nice food. <laughs> it's, they're pretty cool to hang out with now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what have I got coming up this week? Just stuff. Stuff and things. Nothing exciting. Nothing, nothing, nothing to rave about. Um... This has been Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, a woman who gets lost a lot, um, not only in her career, but also in her personal life, I guess. Um, actually, rarely in my personal life. I feel like I'm very direct. Um, ooh, uh, oh my goodness. What, it, what words of advice would I give you as we come to a close? Eat, sleep, poop, I guess. Eat, sleep, poop. Oh, always take a stupid photo. Never take serious photos. Serious photos are for losers. Serious photos are for losers. Anyway, bye everyone.